Carrie Ann, the Caribbean audience ain't checking for you. I don't know why you're focusing only on the Caribbean audience. It's not like what you talk about is limited to them. Are you able to make enough money focusing on the Caribbean audience? Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Carry On Friends, the Caribbean American podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Ann. As you know, Carry On Friends is about the duality of or experiences as Caribbean Americans. We have a foot in both worlds. Hence our tagline and merch, Caribbean culture, American life. So this topic I'm introducing today is a prelude because I want to hear your experiences and incorporate that into a future episode where I might bring some guests on to have a chat. So two years ago, right before COVID really hit, I had an episode and a workshop geared to helping people who were interested in learning how to leverage their heritage in a more multicultural workforce by becoming confidently Caribbean at work. Um, By the way, stay tuned. I'll be doing a refresh of that workshop. But that session and some recent experiences have made me want to explore the business side of that. And so my question is, do you lead with your culture in your brand or business? So what do I mean by that? Meaning you have a brand or a business and your Caribbean culture is front and center, but you cater to a wider audience. or you have a brand or business and your Caribbean culture is front and center and you cater to a Caribbean audience. And when I say Caribbean audience, I'm mostly referring to the diaspora. So whether you're here in the US and Canada, UK or wherever. So broadly speaking, those two categories, your culture, where you're from, your heritage is something you're proud of, but the products, the services you create aren't limited to people of your culture, um, Caribbean culture specifically in this case. And the other option is, yes, you are very Caribbean, Caribbean American, and the products and services you have are mostly geared to a Caribbean audience. It doesn't mean that non-Caribbean audiences cannot utilize the services, but it's mostly targeted to a Caribbean audience, right? So I just wanted to level set. Now, if you fit in one of those two categories, I'm really, really hoping to hear from you. All right. So you heard the opening clips. Those clips are representative of things that were actually said to me. One of those were early in my days of Carry On Friends, circa 2016, maybe 2017, and most recently in 2021. Now, at the time those things were said to me, I was either at a personal crossroads, and I've mentioned this at the podcast before, grief tends to be the the big disruptor for me. You know, 2017 was a period of grief, and um, 2021 was a different period of grief, but now it's rolled into 2022. But anyway, I was, was at a personal crossroads or needed to make some decisions on how to move forward with the brand and or business. And so in relaying this to peers, colleagues, the first thought or suggestion was forget the Caribbean audience. 
or tone down the Caribbean-ness. Those tend to be a common thread that I experience. And this can be very frustrating because you have a belief and you have a vision of what you want to do. And at the first sign of trouble, which by the way, all business goes through ebbs and flows, the first suggestion is always to ditch this. And yes, the goal of a business is to make profit, but in the natural ebb and flow of businesses, as a Caribbean American, I often find that the first advice I get is usually to ditch my core audience or tone down my Caribbean-ness. And I'm curious if that is something else. Other Caribbean Americans who are running brands or businesses, if this is also their experience. So basically, I want to know if it's just me alone going through this. Now, I want to be clear. Getting a wider audience isn't bad. But if the advice is always to ditch the core audience because your brand or business isn't growing or isn't growing as fast as the other person who's giving you this idea or another business out there, or you're in a current slump because that's part of the natural ebbs and flows of business. Is it a guarantee then that they're saying if you don't focus on the Caribbean audience, then you automatically will get a wider audience and all your profit and money woes will go away? All questions that I'm asking, but I really want the audience to jump in and let me know if not your experience, someone else's experience. Nothing is wrong with a wider audience. Now, there's a lot of discussion about Spice and Shensia and their reach into the American audience. And a lot of times, these people who tell you to ditch the Caribbean audience or tone down the Caribbean-ness will point to these two examples to support the advice they might want to give to me. And I, I don't want to get too much of that into this episode or this show for that matter. That, I think that's a good topic for Style and Vibes, or I'll have Michaela come on the podcast and further dissect that as we've done in or offline text. But let's be very clear. Neither Spice nor Shensia never said they're going to stop focusing on their Jamaican slash Caribbean heritage, and neither said they'd be stopped doing dancehall or reggae. So that comparison is not a one-to-one comparison either. But again, that's for another show. Back to business at hand, which is whether you have a brand or business. A few months ago, a young lady found Carry On Friends on the internet and she reached out. She wanted to have a conversation because she was about to leave her full-time job and she was going to do the startup focusing on the Caribbean, Caribbean American um, demographic. And it was exciting to hear and she wanted to, to get a lay of the land. In the previous episode with Day Abroad, we talked about the lack of data. And that is a hindrance because people outside of the culture may have very different opinions. So what I want to do is I want to get your feedback, your experiences, so we can tackle this on the podcast. Because in order for us to build the next generation of entrepreneurs or people who want to be part of culture, we have to create an environment we are finding the right people to have a conversation. There's nothing wrong with being challenged about 
your target demographic or the services. While audience focus can be a legitimate concern or a legitimate issue when it comes to evaluating the health of a business, it can't be the only thing. You still have to evaluate the service, the product, and overhead and a bunch of other things. The target demographic can't be always the thing to address. So again, this is a prelude of a future episode about leading with your Caribbean culture. I'd like to get your input and your experiences, and that will be synthesized along with my experiences. I want to bring that into a bigger conversation around how we're grooming our supporting entrepreneurs and how we're playing in a space where not a lot of people understand but also knowing that there's a community of other people who also understand the struggle and can support each other. We can have a broader conversation and get some guests who can speak to this experience as well. Even if you don't have a business, but support, fully support or endorse people having businesses focusing on their Caribbean audience or having a business, but them a big up them Caribbean culture as part of the business, I want to hear from you. And so if you complete that link in the show notes and depend on the feedback, we might do an episode or we might do a live event on top of it. I feel very strongly about this because I don't think I'm the only one that's going through it, but I don't see anyone else kind of having that discussion widely. And I want to see if we can start that thing. All right. So that's it for this episode. It's the prelude. Remember in two weeks, back to regular programming with another guest. But in the meantime, do please complete this quick survey and let me know your thoughts. So until next time, walk good.